guys. Welcome to episode 8 of the Mirror Podcast. Now, you guys might notice a low hum in the background. That's because I'm in my truck, and it's 105 degrees out, and the AC is very important, and honestly, I'm just not ready to sweat it out today and turn the truck off. So, hey, you know what? Call me lazy, call me whatever, but I don't feel like sweating my balls off, all right? Great, perfect. Today's episode, I want to be about getting fathers back in the homes, man, especially in today's society and and the way that this country is headed, man. I think it's important that fathers recognize, um, and in particular, the ones who are not there for their kids is who I'm going to be speaking about. Um, And not talking at, I'm not here to judge, in fact, zero judgment. As a matter of fact, it's okay, but you can do better, all right? So with that being said, let's dive into episode 8 of the Mirror Podcast. Okay, guys, we're going to roll right into episode 8 here. So here's where I'm at with this. I have some frustrations. I have some gripes. I have some statistics. But first, I want to start off with some statistics for you guys. I'm going to rattle these off. Okay, the article states statistics about children in single-parent families. <gasps> okay. Within single-parent families, most children, 14.5 million, live in mother-only households. More than 6 million kids live with cohabitating... Habitating? What the fuck is that? Cohabitating parents. 3.5 million kids live in father-only households. Okay. Shit, dude. Maybe this just ain't about fathers, okay? Mothers, too. Fuckers. You get in this, too. Yeah, get some. (laughs) Among unmarried parents, the share of single mothers has shrunk in recent decades while the share of cohabiting parents has grown. Statistics by race, ethnicity, and family nativity. The likelihood of a child living in a single-parent family varies by race, ethnicity, and family nativity. Daddy for... Daddy. Daddy. All right. Speaking of fathers. Data from 2021 indicates that black and American Indian or Alaska Native kids are most likely to live in a single-parent family's 64% of black children and 49% of American Indian or Alaskan Native children fit this demographic. That's a fuckload. That is an insane amount of people right there. White and Asian Pacific Islander kids are least likely to live in a single parent household. 24% white children and 16% Asian and Pacific Islander children fit this demographic. By the way, We need to do fucking better, guys. Look, Latino children and multiracial kids fall somewhere in the middle with 42% and 38% of kids in these groups, respectively, living in a single-parent family. Family nativity makes a difference. 37% of kids in U.S.-born families live in single-parent households compared to 24% of kids in immigrant families. That is fucking insane. That's like, that's one, you're already looking at millions of kids, all right? 
Millions, millions, millions. It doesn't matter what fucking race you are. Millions all across the board. Tens of millions, twenties of millions. Who knows? Without a dad, without a mom, right? That is astronomically insane. We gotta do better, guys. We fucking have to do better. I was reading another statistic where it's like a third of the population in America is living without one or the other biological parent. A third. That's a third of the population. That is insane. What's going on, man? What's happening? Is there just a whole bunch of scared people out there afraid to be parents? Like, are we just not ready for the responsibility? Like, I, I, I don't understand. I don't get it. You know, I get the fear part. You're fucking right, I do. Let me get, let's get into story time if we're going to talk about fear. You know, I had, uh, I ended up moving from Pennsylvania to Texas. And I talked about this in my first episode, but the audio was terrible and I didn't quite know how to speak yet. So (laughs) I learned how to talk over the last seven episodes. All right. So with that being said, I got this girl pregnant while I was out trucking, right? While I was out hauling, uh, cows, livestock. And, um, I mean, who were messing around, we're kind of like a friends with benefits situation and, you know, uh, ended up getting her pregnant, right? But I didn't know this. I ended up just splitting and going back home and then I got a phone call, right? Because I, I left that job after two years and I decided because of a lot of reasons I was out for two months and home for three days, out for two months and home for three days. All good. I chose all that. But I I think it was time for me, excuse me, to move on from the whole livestock deal. So I wanted to try something different. So I started hauling doubles for uh, FedEx. And so uh, I got a phone call shortly after I got the job. And it was uh, my current partner, Pat, that we've been together now for about five years. And uh, <laughs> she calls me and she's like, hey, um, I don't want to tell you this, but I'm just going to tell you. I'm just going to rip it off like a Band-Aid, but uh, I'm pregnant, right? And my heart fucking dropped. Because here I am back home in Pennsylvania ready to just be home for once because I had been in the army and I had been in you know I've been away from home most of my adult life between trucking the army stuff and all that other shit I was ready to spend (laughs) the fucking time home dude and uh that was quickly quickly severed (laughs) through nobody else's actions but my own all right so uh So there was a, a time where um, that was pretty early on in her pregnancy. And so I continued working for FedEx for a long time so that way I could put my affairs in order, put some money aside for the move because I had already decided at that point, all right, cool, well, I'm just going to move, right? And that was just my decision. But <clears throat> she said, don't move yet. I know you got to get a lot in order. And, you know, she was very understanding and, 
You know, at that point we had just talked about co-parenting, not necessarily, you know, being together, but we had talked about being together, but there was a lot in the air, obviously, as you could imagine, a lot of uncertainty. Um, Regardless, I had already made that pledge to move. Um, I was no stranger at that point about being away from home so I was like well whatever I'll just I'll just move and so once the time became about a month before she was ready to pop that's when I decided to come down so that way I could help out as she got more pregnant pregnant all right so I literally came down to Texas with a fucking duffel bag a few changes of clothes and and that was it my phone wallet just basic necessities and my car and that was it I just I threw whatever I could in the trunk and I fucking hauled ass down here I guess but I'll tell you what that fear of coming down here moving driving 1700 miles knowing not knowing you know I'm about to become a new dad. I'm moving away from everything that is comfortable to me. Everything. I moved away from all the the help my family would have provided. I'm moving away from... There was so much uncertainty at this point. I didn't know how to be a dad. I just... I was just going to wing it, right? Because that's how we do it. But I was so scared, man. I was looking at every exit, and I'm like, you know what? I can just turn around. And then there was this moral compass. There was this inner voice in me that was like, shut up, bitch. You're going to fucking do this. It's your responsibility, right? So I continued on. I know what it's like to be afraid to be a dad. I know exactly how that shit feels, man. I really do. And what I mean is, is that what do you, I mean, do you really think that I was there for my family fucking right away? No. No, I wasn't. You know what I decided to do? I decided to work my fucking ass off and stay out in the truck more than I was home by choice. I could have been home more, but at the time, it just, I did this for a couple of years where I just, it made more sense to be in a truck than it did to raise a family and become a new dad. You know, I talked in the first episode that I didn't love my kids right away. I didn't, right? That (laughs) was a couple-year process, you know. Ironically enough, when you spend time with your kids and you develop a relationship with them, all of a sudden your heart starts to change, right? And it takes time. It takes time, or at least for me. I can only speak for myself and maybe guys like me. And like I said, I was living so out of alignment with myself, there was no way I could have loved another human being at that point. There was no way. Between my previous episode where I talked about my sex addiction and I talked about all that shit, and there was no way I was going to love another human being. It just wasn't going to happen because I was, I just, I was lying to myself and I was telling myself these bullshit stories. I was staying out in the truck. I was just, I wasn't doing what the fuck I should have been doing. Right. And in a way 
This is why I don't judge guys that aren't there for their kids at all. Guys who won't travel 20 miles to see their kids. Because I understand it. It comes from being out of alignment with yourself. It comes from not loving your kids. It comes from not wanting to be a dad. It comes from fear, self-doubt. All these things, guys. Fear, self-doubt. How could I ever be a dad? I'm not ready. I want to continue doing my own bullshit. I want to continue the cheating and the lying and the carrying on. I want to keep on doing that. I want to keep on going out and getting laid. I want to keep on doing this shit rather than take care of my responsibilities as a father. Don't get me wrong. When I was home, I was trying to be present, you know. I was doing I was doing what I knew to do, which was just be there for Pat and be there for the kids and as best as I could. And I'd, I'd say I did an all right job because it just, it took practice, guys, right? My last episode, I talked about practice and action and practice and action. You know, how do you build a relationship with your kids? Well, you spend time. You spend time. You know, change the dirty diapers. Change the poopy diapers, all right? I changed a fucking million of those. Um, I would say the infant years were not my fave, all right? I felt more like a vessel to change poopy diapers than I did an actual dad. Because none of my kids, they could have done without me, right? They were getting breastfed. And they were getting the milk from the important person, all right? They weren't getting nothing from me other than maybe, like, my attempted snuggles. But I think they felt how uncomfortable I was. I'm pretty sure they were picking up on that. And I felt really uncomfortable as a dad. It was weird, man. I'm like, it just, something felt off with me. You know what I mean? I didn't feel right. And from what I'm told, you know, from guys who know way more than I do, that's okay and that's normal. It's all good to feel that way. You know, when you have grown men way older than you, i.e. my dad, a lot of his friends from his men's group, they all talk about this kind of stuff, man. I say it's okay to feel that way. There's nothing wrong with you. It's natural, especially considering your circumstances and the situation you got yourself into, and there's a lot to process. And, uh, you know, so I guess naturally it took me a while (laughs) to to catch on. But you know what you eventually find is you find a rhythm. You find a, it's like, it's like you find a new, uh, you find a new routine, right? And it takes a while to adjust this new, new routine, right? You're, you're waking up in the middle of the night, kids crying. Luckily, my kids, for the most part, they slept really well. My son, especially, slept really well at night um and now they both it, you know now my, my daughter's in school like holy shit my daughter started her first day in school dude and uh <clears throat> you know but it, i'm so glad that i moved down here to forge that relationship with those kids because i couldn't imagine starting now while they're already this old and they barely know me and that's what I'm going to tell you guys, man. Those of you that aren't there, that are only 20 miles from your kids, but you choose not. Like, dude, don't wait. Do not wait. 
I've had I talked to the guy and he said uh, or was it Pat that talked to him I can't remember oh yeah it was Pat and the guy literally said Pat's sister um, her baby daddy was uh, was literally said that dude said I don't need to be you know his son is not even a year yet he was just like I don't I don't need to have a relationship with him he's too young Right, which is a fucking cop out. Number one. Um, number two. You know, this is common, right? This is this is a common excuse. It's just a bullshit story. Is what he's telling himself. Yeah, I don't need to be there. It's just a kid, right? I don't need to develop a relationship with him yet. Well, false, bro. Okay, you can start right away. Right, I did with my kids. Sure, I spent a lot of time away from home, but I was definitely home on the weekends for the most part, and uh, that was my time to show up. And I was very uncomfortable for years. I didn't know how. I just for a couple years there, just I had to slowly slide into it. And then my daughter started talking, right? And then it was cool. And then it was like talking to like this little human being, right? All of a sudden she's saying words, and all of a sudden she's doing things and I'm I'm building this relationship with her and she's excited to see me and then she wanted to call me while I was out on the road and then it was like holy shit dude like this is actually really cool and the more time you spend with your kids the more you start to realize how awesome it is to be around them and how uh all of a sudden you start having these little moments of just pure love and joy where it's like I'm watching a movie but I got both my kids cuddled up with me by their own choice right they voluntarily (laughs) fucking came up to me they grabbed a blanket and then threw it over me and then sat with me to watch a movie and there's uh, dude moments like those really really help forge that relationship because then you start to realize and you start giving yourself credit you know what maybe I'm not so fucking terrible at this thing like I thought I would be right which is probably a story that you might have told yourself if you're not there for your kids nah, I don't want to pass on that family bullshit I don't want to pass on that whatever but guess what dude that's all a choice you can choose to be an asshole okay that's easy It's easy to be a dick, all right? Especially if that's your framework of how a dad should be, right? (laughs) And uh, it's much harder to sit there in the moment, catch yourself feeling that anger bubbling up from your freaking gut all the way up into your chest and ready to freaking rip out of your own skin in anger over some shit, over some shit that kids do, right? Kids kids are going to test your fucking boundaries, man. I understand why people are afraid. I get it. Roger. But guys, we need to fucking be there for our kids. Because we have millions of people without dads. We have millions of kids without mothers. And what do you think that's going to do? Come 15 years old 
you know, when they're developing. And they're developing without a dad. They're developing without a mom. You know, and it's like suicide rates among this demographic of people is so fucking high. There's a statistic on that. I know that for sure. And I'll, I'll remember that one for sure. I'll put that in here somewhere. But you're essentially like 30, 40% more likely to fucking kill yourself. Without it. There is some kind of thing that happens when the nuclear family is together. Right? There's, I don't know what it is. Something is there. We're tribal people. So it would make sense that we had our small tribes and mom and dad were always there. So were all the other grandparents and all the other families that were around. And it takes a village to raise kids. It really does. This is why we're also disconnected. We lost the tribe. We lost the village, right? Being a parent is not fucking easy. It's not glamorous. It's not fun a lot of times. I mean, literally, there are days where you feel like you're just straight up yelling at your kids all fucking day because they are on this fucking tie where they're just testing every single fucking button you have, right? And they're miserable and they're, you know, they're rare. Those days are rare, but they happen. I don't know how rare it is. I don't know. At least with my kids it was. But on those days that they were in just a shit mood and all that shit, it was just coming up to you crying, coming up and, you know, just being assholes, man. Just some shitty attitude just all day long. You're going to have days like that, right? You're going to have days... It is what it is. And um, all you can do during those days is just (laughs) try and keep your fucking cool the best you can. You spend that whole day telling them no, yelling at them, doing whatever, carrying on, right? Just (laughs) you're going to have days like that, dude. And when they finally fucking lay down and take that nap, you're like, fuck. Thank you fucking A, dude. Like, you better fucking sleep for fucking hours, bitch. I swear, right? And uh, <laughs> you have days like that, dude. That's part of having a relationship, right? It's part of being in one. Even when your kids or significant other or whoever's is being a dick. You got to pick and choose your, fight, your fights. Because you already know tomorrow's going to be a better fucking day anyway. Because it... it Usually it is. But guys, we got millions of fucking kids without parents. And I'm very afraid to see what that generation, when they get to about my age, 32, they, they when they become working age, when they become of whatever age, you know, what, what is that going to look like? A whole population without fathers and without mothers and without... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe some of them will figure it out for sure. Plenty of people, successful people out there who didn't have a parent, but there's also 
plenty of people who just ended up down in the shitter because they didn't have their dad. And guys, it's it's an obligation. It is not it is not about you anymore. And you need to fucking get after it. Go talk to your kids. Go spend time with them. And again, I'm talking to those dads that ain't there at all. It's not about you, man. It's beyond you at this point. You have an obligation to society. You have an obligation to... And maybe this is just society bullshit rhetoric that I'm fucking spewing out of my mouth right now. I don't fucking know, dude. But what I know is... Is that I feel now... It didn't... It took a while, all right? My daughter's four. It took me like three years. It took like about three to... uh, Understand the, the, the full grasp of what being a dad is. Because it's beyond, it's beyond just, you know, fucking changing diapers, dude. It's beyond all that. You know, you gotta, you gotta find a way to turn a human being into a, a productive member of society so they can thrive in this environment, right? And, you know, whether you like this environment or hate it, they gotta operate in it. Um, because I don't think you have the survival skills to teach them how to live out in the woods so they can live in that environment rather than this one, right? So it's like, dude, you got to teach your kid to thrive. And yes, I think we overcomplicate this life in this society anyway, regardless as as it is. Um, but damn it, dude, you got to do it. It's an obligation. It's beyond you now. It's your responsibility. Pick up after your own, man. You know? Because your kids are just going to... By all statistics, they're going to function well. Or they're going to function outside the law. They're going to fucking rob, steal, lie, cheat. We need to do better, guys. The The thought to me... And I'm not preaching at anybody because I, like, moved halfway across the country or whatever, you know, like, I'm not better than you. But you got to fucking do it. If I can move halfway fucking across the country, 1,668 miles from Pennsylvania to Texas without my family, without the comforts, and come all the way out here. Learn how to be a dad. And I'm still figuring that out, right? I don't think I'll ever stop figuring it out. Because it's ever evolving, right? My kids are small. But then the problems are going to become different when they get older. And uh, so uh, the learning curve on this is lifelong. So it's never going to... You're never going to stop learning. <laughs> But for me, as I get older, it gets more fun. But guys, fucking A, dude. If I can do this shit, if I can fucking figure it out, make it work and start going, oh, you know what? This is what I need to do. And move all the way out here. You can fucking do it too. All right? You can drive 20 miles to see your kid. You can drive an hour to go see your kid. All right? I drove 28 hours to see mine. And I stayed down here. 
<laughs> so I don't want to hear no bullshit-ass excuses, all right? Because that's what it would be. It would be bullshit. I told myself all the same bullshit, too. Don't worry. It really does take a village, man. You know, I've been down here, and Pat's family is fractured. It, you, they're just, They're just falling apart. They don't really have relationships with each other. They fight, they argue, blah, 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 all kinds of drama. Fuck all that. Ugh. Like it makes me want to vomit. Um, and uh, so I did all that, and I'm raising this family, and I'm and I'm I got you know some of it figured out, I guess. I'm not really sure. I got, uh, but I made it work. I made it work, right? Got down here, got a job. You know, I'm a truck driver, so, I mean, I can get a job anywhere, but, uh-huh. So I started figuring it out down here, and, um, dude, I made it work. I made it work. That's all, that's all you can do. And, um, if I can do it, so can you. And I'll, I'll tell you, Pennsylvania, when you live 45 minutes from Philly, two hours from New York, an hour and a half from Jersey Shore, and then you move out to Hereford, Texas, <laughs> Hereford, all right, it's near uh, Amarillo, all right, and you move to some town out in the middle of fucking nowhere, it is a different way of life, it ain't what you're used to, I can tell you that, I've been living down here for about five years now, and what I can tell you is, people are different, they're nicer, and, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. It's a different... It's just different. It, the, the people are different. They're used to it out here, right? They're, they're... It's a different pace. It's a different pace of life. Um, you don't have the distractions out here like you do out in PA. Or you go to the city or go to the lake or go to the... Go hiking or go... The diversity in landscape out in the northeast is is astronomically different. You can go to the mountains one day and you can go to the beach on another and then you can go in the same day. You could go to the mountains and then go to the beach and then go to the lake and then go freaking go to the city. There's so much to do, so much around. You know, my hometown population-wise is smaller than, than Hereford. But... Uh, but it's surrounded by a whole lot more than Hereford is, right? <laughs> like, the nearest lake to Hereford is like two hours away, Lake Meredith. And, uh, yeah, dude, I, I don't know. The only thing I can tell you is get after raising your kids. Now, I'm going to get into some more statistics because I think this is, you know, it's okay to feel like you're scared. It's okay to not want to be a dad. It's okay to have these feelings, these emotions. There's nothing fucking wrong with you. Because there's not. It is what it is, dude. You know? We got to sacrifice for relationships we have. And each relationship, especially kids, is a sacrifice. And if you're not willing to sacrifice, then you shouldn't be having kids, right? Period. I don't know what else to say. 
If you're out here right now and you don't have any kids and you're out there messing around, fucking around, I get it. But, dude, you better think fucking twice. You better think twice about getting somebody pregnant. Because if you do and you don't own that shit, it's going to become another statistic, dude. And this society is just going to get sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker. And it's gonna, we're just going to fucking fall apart, dude. So. All right, guys. Episode 8. I'm going to read off some statistics real quick. Because the statistics I see are... <laughs> well, needless to say... I'm, I, I don't know what to say other than the more I read, the more I'm pissed off about this because we need to do better, guys, for society's sake, for fucking... Uh, let, let's get into this real quick, right? Just real quick. 24 million children, 34%, live absent their biological father. Nearly 20 million children, 27%, live in single-parent homes. That's 20 million kids living in single-parent homes, right? According to the U.S. Census Bureau, 19.5 million children, more than one in four, live without a father in the home. As of 2018. That is 19.5 million kids without their fathers. <laughs> what the fuck, guys? You know, I get that, you know. You might be scared to be a dad. I get that, you know, maybe you're dealing with addiction. I get that, you know, this or that or whatever bullshit excuse you're telling yourself is. But, dude, at the end of the day, what the fuck you did is you left your kid's mom to go fend for herself. You did that. You did that. What kind of fucking man are you, man? I'm not, you know what? I'm not, I'm not, I shouldn't shame here, but at the same time, it's like, you know, sometimes we need some tough love, all right? I get it. We're scared. We don't want to be dads. We're dealing with shit. We're dealing with whatever. Uh, feelings of self-doubt, fear, self-limiting belief, whatever it is. That causes a man to run that on his kids. I don't know what that is. I really have no idea. But you left your kid's mom to go fend for herself. To possibly get, need to get two jobs, three jobs. To be able to support the kids at home. She's working her ass off. While you're doing what? What are you doing? What are these fathers doing, man? I don't, I don't get it. 
I moved halfway across the country for my kids. And this ain't no preaching like I'm holier than thou because I moved halfway across the country for my kids. But if I can fucking do it, so can you. And if I can go down there with no support system and none of my family coming with me and me going down there and starting anew, going down here to Texas, 1,700 miles from Pennsylvania, to start anew, on top of being a new dad, you guys can do it too. And if I can forge a relationship with my kids, even through all that mess, all that mess, then so can you. What are we fucking doing, guys? You are going to let a female, a poor mother out there, and I get it, some of them aren't guilty, I got it, Roger. There are small situations where, where the kid's mom won't let their dad see the kids and, and she's collected payments and, and, and all this stuff, and she's being vindictive. Roger, I got that. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the dads who are specifically choosing not to be there. <laughs> Do you realize how damaging to society this is, man? What is... I, I, ta- I said this earlier in the episode. What is this going to do to this this next up-and-coming generations that stem from these homes? What... Is this era of men? I hope this era of men is going to be strong because, you know, hard times create hard men. And they're going to go through a lot of hard times. I, I hope that this generation of men figure their shit out, man. I really do. I really hope so. I really hope there's a lot of them that are like, you know what? What I went through, wherever my dad is, it wasn't right, so I'm going to choose to do better. That is what I'm hoping from this next generation that's coming up. I guess that can be really the good thing that comes from you guys not being there for their kids, is that your kids are going to be way better than you. I mean, to sit there and allow your your kid's mom to work her ass off, to work harder than you as a man, to work harder than you. What are we doing? What are you doing? You know, you want to continue down your... Your, your path of quick gratification. You want to continue down this path of addiction or drugs or whatever it is, whatever, or just fear. What are we doing? What are you doing? This is fucking up our country, man. This is only a small sliver of the issues that have led to where we're at in our country. We need to teach our young men how to be men. Why do you think our men, our, our young men are, fa- are finding these? Because of lack of absent fathers. Because there's a, a, a not a lack, but a serious void in all these kids' lives. They gotta find creators out there like, I don't know, 
Andrew Tate. Not that I'm not bashing Andrew Tate, by the way. I think he's doing something good. But it's like, they got to go find a strong male figure on the internet because they're lacking that in the home. What the fuck, dude? Are you fucking serious? Like, and other people like Andrew, right? It's like, they got to go find these people to know what a real man is? They can't get that in the fucking home? How pathetic and sad is that, man? That that maybe one of your kids is out there watching Andrew Tate's videos, getting something from it because you're lacking in the man department. Like, what the fuck is that, man? The fuck are you doing? First of all, tough love. How fucking dare you? You deserve every fucking word I'm telling you right now. This has become a hot button topic for me because I was able to move halfway across the country to, to, and then work out my shit with, with my partner and then work out my shit around my kids and then work out my shit around my selfishness and put all this work in. And I see other people not doing that. Zero work whatsoever. And if you're feeling shame right now, you fucking should be. You should be because you're failing. As a father, you're failing as a man, you're failing as a fucking human being. <sighs> but you can turn that shit around, man. You can't. You don't have to be fucking scared. You don't have to tell yourself these bullshit ass stories. You don't have to fucking wear masks to continue justifying the bullshit behavior you're doing that's enabling you to not be a father. You can do all this shit, man. Do the fucking work. Please, for the love of God and everything holy and for the the sake of this world, it's not just America that's falling apart. It's 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 everywhere. It's it's this the shit is fucking everywhere. These statistics aren't dissimilar to every other country in the world. It's just not. It's happening everywhere. I don't know how to write this boat other than change in society has to start from the individual. It does. I, I don't care what it takes, but we need to fucking do better. And if you're sitting there not taking care of your kids and you're going to complain about the fucking government, fuck you. Fuck you. You're the part of the problem. You're a part of the fucking problem, period. End of story, full stop. Because that means you're not doing the work that you need to do as an individual to be the defiant person that you need to be. Do the work. How do you practice becoming a good father? I'll tell you how. You practice, as I've just said. You just show up. You know, my dad gave me a piece of advice. It was... Even if you got to show up five minutes a day, that's it. And that's all you can give. Start there. At least start there. If you can only give five minutes, give five minutes. I get it. I fucking get it, man. I had to start in small increments too. To be present, right? Not just in the room, but be present. That's what I'm saying. I was in the room, sure. But at one point, I could only do a few minutes. You know... I could do an hour, maybe. 
Now I'm spending half a day. Now I'm spending a full day. Now I'm hanging out with my babies all day. There are times that I, I freaking, you know, I choose to do me instead, and that's okay. You know, sometimes I just want to freaking sleep, or sometimes I just need to, you know, I don't know, it, it spend time doing me stuff, because all I do is work, spend time with the family, and and sometimes you just need some me time, right? Whether that's going to the gym, whether that's whatever the case is, you got to blow off that steam somehow. You got you to gotta have time for you. But at the end of the day, show up for your kids. The rest will come later, I'm telling you. You don't have to be the perfect dad right away. You don't. You don't have to. You'll figure it out. Just show up. And naturally, your instincts will come in. All right? And yes, kids are annoying. Kids are... They piss you off. Kids, they they do shit. Their, Their job is to... (laughs) <laughs> test their boundaries and they're going to do it day in, day out, alright it's okay to get angry it's a boundary setting emotion anger is a boundary setting emotion there's nothing wrong with you getting angry but don't let it be all the time alright, you can choose different you can react differently with your emotions you can recognize your anger in the moment and choose not to just like throw that anger all over the place okay that's a choice practice that how do you how do you get better at managing your emotions you practice you practice observing your emotions in the moment how do you become a better father you practice being a better father that's it listen to your instincts they'll be there give us some time you'll know all of a sudden you'll start right oh my kid's tired or oh my kid's hungry or oh my kid's just overwhelmed right now whatever the case is you'll start to figure it out and it won't be such a game of charades anymore. All of a sudden, you'll have this, like, weird connection to your kid, and you'll just be, like, this psychic, like, you just fucking know. It's weird. Oh, you're just tired. Oh, you're hungry. Oh, I got you. You know what I mean? And they don't even... Th- it just takes time to build a relationship. It's like, I've done an episode on relationships, and you got to build them. That means you got to put in the work. you got to put in the time. you got to put in the effort. Every relationship you're in is a sacrifice, Right? It doesn't matter what when you yes, when you're a dad, you have to sacrifice a lot. You can't do what you want to do whenever you want to do it when you're a dad, okay? You can't. I get it. <laughs> I fucking get it, man. But that's the sacrifice. And you have to own that shit, man. I don't I don't care anymore. You know, I, I know I got heated there for a minute, but goddamn, dude. You're going to let your kid's mom work two, three jobs in some cases to pick up the slack that you fucking dropped, right? To pick up your fucking slack. Your fucking slack. As a man, that's... Oh, man, that's... I want to say some nasty shit right now. I really do. I fucking do, but I'm not... I can't because then, you know, it's like, you know, at least at least even when I was, as I put it, running for my family by choosing to work all the time, even when I didn't need to, I was still home on the weekends, right? I still had to show up then, and I did. 
Even though I didn't want to, you know what? You're not always going to be want to be a dad, Roger. Okay, I got it. I understand it. I'm not. <laughs> I uh. I don't know what else to say on that. I do know that. I want to hit more of these statistics. One in four U.S. children. Okay. Let me put this in perspective. (laughs) One in four. U.S. children are in single parent homes. 80% of that one out of four are led by single mothers. One in four, guys. One in four. You know, what effect does this have on society? Children from single-parent families are twice as likely to suffer from mental health and behavior problems as those living with married parents. 70% of youth in state-operated facilities were from single-parent homes. Children with an actively engaged father perform much better in school. Some data shows that they are 33% less likely to repeat a class and 43% more likely to get an A in school. A study study of 56 school shootings, only 10% of the shooters were raised in a stable home with biological parents. 82% grew up in either an unstable family environment or grew up without both biological parents together. Guys. Whew. It's not up to the government to raise your kid for you. It's not up to your kid's mom to do and take care of your responsibilities for you. I wonder what's causing this, man. I don't know. I wish I could wave a fucking magic wand and have all the fucking answers, dude. I really, I really do. But I don't, I don't know. One in four. One in four, guys. A quarter of the U.S. population is dealing with this. And 80% of that quarter? Fatherless homes. Homes led by a single mom. Fatherless families are four times more likely to raise children in poverty. Crazy. Crazy. You need to get over that fear, man. I don't give a shit what insecurities you got. I don't give a shit how bad you don't want to be a dad. But guess what? You you made a kid. You owe it to... you. Your kid, you owe it to your your kid's mom. You owe it to yourself. You're robbing yourself, man. 
you know what you're robbing yourself of? I'll tell you what you're robbing yourself of. When I'm, remember one time I was cooking breakfast in the kitchen. <laughs> and both my kids pulled up chairs at the same time, put them on both sides of me, and wanted to help me cook breakfast. <laughs> Dude, the mornings are like my time to be present with my kids. Like, that's, I love the mornings when I'm home. And because that's my time to connect with my kids. Make turtle-shaped pancakes or, you know, whatever the case is, make some eggs or even if they don't eat them, <laughs> like, whatever. But it's like, the love that I feel when my kids want to help me with breakfast or when my kids like snuggle up with me to watch a movie or and they choose to do this like I don't ask them to I don't I don't I'm just sitting there and they just want to hang out with dad man do you know what you're robbing yourself you're robbing your kid of that first of all but you're robbing yourself of feeling that really whole feeling like you're on the right path like you're on the track you know, but instead you want to go down and chase behavior that fucking destroys you. Instead of being there for your kid, which could help make you feel fucking whole. How dare you do that to yourself and your kids? You just don't know what the fuck you're missing, man. You have no idea. The love that you could have in your heart. Because right now you're not feeling shit, you're feeling numb. Because how, how else could you end up in a place where you're not there for your kids? I mean, I, I get it. I was numb too. But you'd rather feel like that? What if you chose different? What if? What if instead you decided, you know what, I wanna, I'm, I'm going to be there for my kids, right? I'm going to make that sacrifice. You already know where the road that led you to be numb takes you. You already know that road. Whatever that is for you. It doesn't matter what, whether it's addiction, sex, or porn, or fucking drugs, or alcohol. It does not matter. The road that you are on is already making you feel like shit. What, hap- what would happen if you chose different? What would happen? Maybe you might start feeling better. Maybe you might have moments like I do. Where I'm just filled with love in my heart. It's not all the time, but it's becoming more frequent. It's becoming more often. As I'm choosing less bullshit and choosing more relationship with my kids and my family instead, I'm starting to feel like I'm whole. Like there's a piece of me that's coming back. You're robbing yourself of that. And I've robbed myself of that for a long fucking time, man. Thank God I had half of a brain in my head by the time I started having kids. Thank God. Because if if I was 18 or 22 or something like that and I was starting to have kids, dude, I probably would have been part of these statistics, honestly. I was such a dummy, dude. Or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. 
Maybe I would have changed for the better. I still had a moral compass back then, so maybe I would have, but I don't know. I don't know. All I can focus on now is my real own reality and how it played out. And I made the right choices. And that's all you have to do. Just make the right choice, dude. It's a choice. You're choosing not to be there. Just show up. Learning how to be a dad will come later. Okay, they don't come with instruction manuals. Got it, Roger. But, you don't, again, you don't have to be the fucking perfect dad to start. You don't. That's an unrealistic expectation. You might be tough on your kids at first. You might be an asshole. You might be this or that. You know, my, my dad, I remember, I saw my dad, my dad was homeless when I was a kid, right? He was a drinker. And I remember um, my mom and one of her friends took me to go see my dad. My dad lived under the bridge um, in, a, in a close town to where I lived in. And my mom took me to go see him. I'm not sure what she went over there to take for him or bring him or if she just brought him to see us. I just had this vague memory of my dad walking out of the damn woods. And I, I interacted with him for a little bit, and that was it. And then we drove off. But my dad, he fucking showed up, got sober, cleaned up, that was it. He's been there ever since. If he can do it, so can you. My dad was homeless for 25 years. Not homeless, but he was a drinker for 25 years. So... If you can do it, so can you. If I can do it, so can you. You know, my dad now is that, that role model I've, I've always wanted in my life when I was a kid. And now I have that as an adult. You can do it too. I promise you just put in the work and you will start to feel better. God, man, if you love yourself, you would fucking do this. I promise you. It will get better. With that one being said, guys, that was episode eight of the Mirror Podcast. Nick, play me the fuck out. <laughs>